This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned... G'day, Dr Carl here. We humans have been mining gold for thousands of years. We have dug up around 190,000 tonnes of gold, which would fit comfortably into a cube 22 metres on a side. We know that the gold was probably found underground. But where did the atoms that make up that gold originally come from, in the first place, billions of years ago? Well, the latest theory starts a long way from underground way out in space. It builds on the fact that some stars that go supernova collapse into a neutron star or a black hole. And also, there's always some debris left over from the explosion sitting just outside the black hole. Astronomers now think that most of the universe's gold was manufactured from lighter atoms in that debris. Now, that's pretty heavy, man. So let's have a breather and start at the beginning and work our way up to the present. But first, let me start with atoms. You might remember atoms from school. Think of an atom as a grapefruit in the middle of a football field. And as you move away from the grapefruit, there's lots and lots of empty space. And finally, out where the crowd sits, is a bunch of bees circling the football field. Now that piece of fruit in the middle is the heavy core or nucleus of the atom, and that's where most of the mass is concentrated. The empty space, out to where the crowd sits, is the empty space inside the atom, and the bees circling the nucleus, well, they're the very light electrons orbiting the heavy nucleus in the middle of the atom. So now, let's start our journey by making the first atoms. In the beginning, of course, was the Big Bang. Immediately after the Big Bang, there were no atoms in the universe, just raw and extremely hot energy. But then the universe began to cool down. And by the time it was 380,000 years old, the first complete atoms had coalesced from the cooling raw energy. You might remember from school that the periodic table of the elements has about 92 natural elements. But back when the universe was only 380,000 years old, only a few elements had coalesced out of the cosmically hot energy. The overwhelming majority, about 90%, were hydrogen atoms, and about 10% were helium atoms, and there was a tiny sprinkling of lithium atoms. Out of all the 92 or so elements of the periodic table, only three elements existed in that very early universe. Hydrogen, helium and a bit of lithium. The next batch of 23 or so elements to pop into existence were all the atoms on the periodic table up to and including iron. They got created partly by cosmic ray collisions, but mostly by the nuclear burning of hydrogen and helium inside stars. So let me explain how to get from individual hydrogen atoms to a star. Back then, most of the atoms in the universe were hydrogen atoms, and they were pretty evenly spread around. But thanks to the randomness that exists in the universe, some of them were a bit further apart from each other, and others were a bit closer. 
the ones that were a bit closer felt slightly more gravity than the ones that were further apart. So these hydrogen atoms that were in a cluster began to gravitationally attract other hydrogen atoms until finally a whole lot of hydrogen atoms were all together in one place. The hydrogen atoms at the centre were getting squashed together by the weight of the ones above them. They eventually got so hot, say about 15 million degrees, that the hydrogen atoms began to fuse into each other to create heavier atoms, such as oxygen, phosphorus, sodium and the like. At the same time, thanks to these nuclear fusion reactions, huge amounts of energy were given off. So, when the universe was around 280 million years old, the first stars started burning. So, we've covered a lot of ground. Well, it's the infancy of the universe. So, let me try to give you the short version. At time zero, we have the Big Bang. At 380,000 years, the universe cools down enough to give us hydrogen and helium atoms. And at 280 million years, the first stars start burning, so making all the elements up to iron. Aha, uh -huh, but what about the other 66 elements heavier than iron? Where did they get manufactured? Well, for a while now, we've been quite confident that elements like gold, platinum, uranium and plutonium were created in some kind of cataclysmic event, like a star exploding as a supernova. If you want the super simple explanation, you can think of the atoms lighter than iron being squashed or rammed into each other to make atoms heavier than iron. Well, there's a saying in physics that for every problem, there is a solution that is easy to understand, intuitively correct, but 100% wrong. And that was one of those. Luckily, what really happens to make the rest of the atoms in the periodic table is actually not that complicated if we take it slowly. And yes, it does happen when stars go bang. Our astronomers have worked out how you can make bigger atoms from smaller atoms by two major pathways, the R process and the S process. So I'll talk about them and how stars make gold next time. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.